Hey y'all, it's your girl Mayoka. And Era. Hi, what's going on? How y'all doing? What's poppin'? What's poppin'? We're happy to get on the get on the podcast to talk to y'all again today. Thank everybody who listened to our last podcast. We appreciate you guys. So much. So much. So what we're gonna do today, we're gonna get into a little bit of gossip. We're gonna talk about Cat Williams. We're gonna talk about Steve Harvey. We're going to talk about a little bit of Kim, Kim Ye. We got some real stuff too, though. We're going to talk about some some attachment types, some things that people can relate to. We're going to tell real you. Some real-life issues. Yes, we're going <laughs> to tell you why we're talking about these attachment types <laughs> as well. <laughs> you know, we're just going through life or whatever. You know, whatever. We're just living life. Let you know stuff happens. <laughs> okay, cool. So... We'll go ahead and get started. We're going to start with Cat Williams. Okay. Y'all, I know everybody done heard about Cat Williams. How are you sitting here talking about your girl, Tiffany Haddish? Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> He's sitting here. He, he said, basically, the only reason that she's popping the way that she is is because she want to sleep with a white man. Mm-hmm. You know how many people sleep with white men and they not popping? My thing was, why the hell did he say, did she write Girls Trip or was she handed a script? Who the hell in the acting career is not handed a script? Everybody's handed a script. Are you saying that somebody who um, acted and they don't they don't deserve an Oscar because they didn't write the script? He was hating. He was really hating. He was, he was very much so hating. And I don't know if you guys heard of it, but if you go back and you watch it, he was on the Frank Ski and Wanda morning show on V103 if you live in Atlanta. You can look on YouTube Ooh. because it got a lot of hits. But um, basically, he just came on there. He had his whole demeanor was off. And he was rude to Wanda. You what should was... really watch it. He was so rude. I did <laughs> see that they were talking about um, her husband met him you know outside what? with a... He ran up on Allegedly. Him with a... Allegedly, he ran up <laughs> on him with a pistol. I'm wondering what the conversation was. You know, I have a video. He was like, little bitch. Look, you little <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, so basically, you know, I just feel like every time, it, I feel like it's like it's this running thing. I'm wondering who's going to come next. But these comics who used to do well, who are just getting their footing back or, or who, who do well but are not you mainstream what or whatever anymore. Really funny. I know he's he funny. He was really funny. And he's, he's funny. He's funny. So it's it's kind of sad that he's doing all this. But now. you remember even so, like, I don't know if you know what happened with Tracy Morgan. She's on a show on The Last OG with Tracy Morgan. Do you know anything about that? No. So basically, he's doing these press junkets or whatever where he's talking about The Last OG and they ask him about Tiffany Haddish, his co-star. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't want to talk about Tiffany. This is about, if you're going to ask me about Tiffany, ask me about craft services. You know, craft services are the people who cook. Okay. <laughs> the food, the food, the food on the on the set. Now this is Tracy Morgan saying. Yes. That. Okay. Ask me, ask me about Cedric. Ask me about so and so. Ask me about this. If you're gonna ask me about Tiffany. What's everybody's issue with Tiffany? <laughs> what you know? What I'm starting to feel like sometimes. Oh, I don't want to say this. Sometimes black men don't want to see black women prosper. Like what is it? I don't know. Uh, and the thing is, is that yo, not to say. Uh, I, I would say more so it's not Tracy Morgan but Cat Williams. I feel like Tracy Morgan just was like, damn, like I'm heading this show and y'all always want to ask me yeah. about Tiffany Haddish. Bitch, ask me about me. Ask me about <laughs> me, you know? So maybe that's one of the, the, the issues there with him, but just with Cat Williams, he just decided that he wanted to be hating on her. And I don't get that. I don't get it either. I, I don't mean, understand it. Tiffany Haddish, my opinion on her is... Do you think she's funny? She has some, some, sometimes. Sometimes. I think she's funny sometimes, too. But you, one thing you can't take about her, like, it's similar to Cardi B. Mm-hmm. People like her. Mm-hmm. She's relatable. Mm-hmm. She's real. People just like I her. I think she is herself. Like, you can see Tiffany through her, even every role that she plays. Maybe that's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. maybe they don't feel like she has too much um, diversity, maybe. Maybe. But, mm-hmm. But I also will say that she came from she came from being homeless. She came from being in foster care. Y'all ain't got like, all this to say about Tyler Perry. I mean, yeah. you can't nobody say nothing about Tyler Perry. He's a freaking billionaire. What you gonna say about him? He he write checks. What are you gonna say about him? He got his own 
everything. What can you say about no him? No one knows what I can say about him. What can you say about Tyler Perry? <laughs> okay, not about him, but <laughs> I at my job, I'm not going to tell y'all where I work, but allegedly his VP mm-hmm. called me this week mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and was like, I need my stuff taken care of because what y'all got going on is he told incon- you who he was. Mm-hmm. He was Uh-oh. like, it's inconvenience in my job. I'm a VP for Tyler Perry, so mm-hmm. this is. I was like, oh, I want to be like, well, can you get me a? Um, can you get me a? Right. <laughs> can you get me can a? Can I just be an extra in the movie, please? Can I get a tryout? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I am very charismatic. I I'm, promise, sir. He is. I will vouch for him. And by the way, <laughs> this line is monitored and recorded. <laughs> You gotta be a special type of person because for the first few for, for the first few calls, I can laugh at somebody who cussed me out. Now after that, listen, listen, ain't gonna be much more of this shit. Okay. I think I'm the other way around. Like really? I'm nervous when mm. on the first two calls, but after mm. the third call, I'm like, okay, so you upset and this is what I can do for you. Other than that, I can get you to a different department. Listen, once you start cussing me out, I ain't giving you shit. <gasps> you can't do that. I'm, no, I'm, t- I'm dead <laughs> serious. Because I go above and beyond. When you, when you get on the phone, I'm going to be like, hi, this is on, This is my Yoka. You know, blah, blah, whatever. You know, my little voice on. Yeah. And I'm going to help you out today. With my voice. <laughs> yes, with my voice. Me and my voice. <laughs> We're going to help you out today. So... But if you come on the phone and you cussing at me, I'm going to change my voice. I might just transfer your ass. I might just transfer you with no... I'm going to be like, you know what? You're in the wrong department, unfortunately. Uh, What button did you press when you were in the automated service? You know what? You press all the damn wrong buttons. And fuck you very much. You know what? I'm going to get you on the line with someone who will be able to help you. And I'm going to transfer you to somebody who don't know shit about what the hell you're talking about. Okay? All right. So I don't know... How do we get on that? I don't know. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> okay. Oh, you know what someone else said that we were talking about today? What? We we're talking about the whole Steve Harvey thing. Yo, Jalen yes. Era. <laughs> Era went through and he did so much research on this whole I Steve did. Harvey thing. And I don't I know did. nothing about it. Tell me what you can learn. Okay, Seriously. so I was in Publix the other day. And I just, I walked, I was checking out and I saw a magazine cover. And That's I'm like, that picture you sent me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm like, here we go. Another black man on the cover. They trying to slander us yet again. So. <laughs> Jalen just told me to shut up. <laughs> and Eric just told me to so shut up. So I was like. You know, I'm sick of them doing this to us. They did this to Bill Cosby. Now they're trying to do Don't it to fuck. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> now they're trying to do it to Steve Harvey. So I was like, let me send this to Boo so we can like research it and talk about it later on on our little podcast. Am I Boo? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I did a couple. I did, I, I did look up a couple little blogs or whatever. Turns out. Let me know, honey. <laughs> it was not even about him. Okay. It was about his former president and his former secretary. Former president was a male and the former secretary was a female. Now, this former president and this former secretary was pursuing this employee of Steve Harvey's whatever business this is. Okay. They were pursuing her, telling her, hey, after work, let's go and have like some drinks or something. Okay. Kept going, kept going. And then it got to some kind of like sex text kind of thing. Okay. And so that's when she did her lawsuit. Oh, so she was like, okay, this shit is not professional. I'm not here for it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just didn't like how they had Steve Harvey's face on on the magazine and it's people. It's not even about him. Yeah, it it just it has his name tag to it. Steve Harvey like let me and Marjorie live our life. That ain't got shit to do with me. I didn't know nothing about it. We looking good as hell. Like and we rich as hell. Do you think that has anything to do with his um show being canceled? I don't know. I have no idea. You know what? Possibly. Sometimes when you start looking like a you know, looking like you're gonna be bad publicity or something like that, they get rid of your ass. Because you know I heard, because Kelly Clarkson, I think you told me, yes. she <laughs> is the replacement or whatever, mm-hmm. but 
allegedly two months before she had already like shot shot like a little pilot for oh really mm-hmm. so they was preparing for this exactly beforehand. they already bought it out it's supposed to air in like 11 states in the u.s yeah so this i don't know it maybe this was work. already planned it might not work we'll see we'll see you know sometimes these... is this gonna be on bet <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry what i don't know <laughs> What was his What was his show on? Really, I don't know. He was has a talk show. He has a talk was show. Was it on Fox? I don't know. I never was it on that. NBC or something. No, it couldn't have been on. It NBC, has to right? be something national like Fox. Maybe it was or... on Fox or ABC. ABC probably. Okay, I can see that. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was on ABC or something. But um, yeah, but. That's crazy. I, I mean, just think it's crazy how they put his face on that goddamn magazine as if he had something to do with it. Just because they were the employees of that company. Right. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. Did you watch the Steve Harvey show? <laughs> okay, so which show are you talking about? I watched Family Feud. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you watch that show? Like, his talk show? No. I, no. Harvey I didn't and the watch it or something either. like I that. I watched it. My sister-in-law used to, used to like, record it. And I would only catch it when there was nothing else on TV. But I feel Is it like interesting? It's Steve Harvey. He's a comedian. So, yeah, it's funny. Oh, you want to know what? It's what? on WB. Or they call it the CW w- now. Oh, it's the CW. So, it's on the CW. So, okay. it had nothing to do with him. It had all to do with CW employees. <laughs> so, why y'all didn't put CW on the freaking cover? Right. <laughs> so, I guess. But, you know. And then I heard something. T- do you know about his radio show being canceled? Or? No, I didn't hear about that. I heard something about that. And I don't even remember where I heard it from. Was that his radio show was going to be canceled at some point. Is it because Allegedly. of this? Can you look it up? Is What's it because that? of this? I have no idea. Because this has nothing to do with him. Well, and they need to stop dragging his name through the mud. That's, that bothers feel, me. How do you feel as a black man <laughs> to know that if some S shit happened around you, you're going to be blamed for it possibly? Well, you know what? You got that money and they want their goddamn money back. Well, you you know what? <laughs> I don't know if they want their money back, but yeah, he got that money. But you also got to think about bills. Don't stop when you get a lot of money. So I guess... For the lifestyle that you got, you gotta stick. You gotta keep working. You gotta keep working if you want to keep that nice house, keep them nice cars, keep all that stuff. You gotta keep they ain't gonna let you work if they um associating you with the issues that with your little horny um employees. Pause. I wanna say something. What is this called? Capriccio. Uh-huh. We got some Capriccio sangria. Yes. Cause y'all know every episode we do. We gotta have a drink. <laughs> but however, this Capriccio Sangria is not making me feel tipsy. It's just making me hot. You're not tipsy? I'm not tipsy. I'm just hot. But I gotta be a little I'll... bit tipsy because my words are slurring just a little bit. Yeah. Or maybe so... you just need another top up. Pass me your cup. Okay, I'll pass you my glass. Okay. Pasta Mila. <laughs> Pasta Mila. Uh, you gonna take it off. Pasta Tula. No, you don't have to give it all to me. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. All right. So what's. What's up? So, what's your what's your final thoughts on that? That is fucked up. How they had his face on that magazine, and it but made me think he was really out do. doing something. Mm-hmm. Like Bill Cosby, allegedly, that did have something to do Girl, with him directly. Don't you be sitting here talking about some allegedly? You know, Bill Cosby did that. I don't know how I feel about that though. Ooh, that, that was so that. long Listen, ago. We're just getting started with this podcast. Please don't make it. Oh. <laughs> 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 Okay, so what's next? <laughs> so I don't know if you guys heard about like the whole Kim, Kanye, Nick Cannon, Drake mess with the Kiki, do you love me? All this, whatever, whatever, whatever. So did you hear, did you watch the video with Kanye West when he was talking about Nick Cannon? I don't appreciate you talking about my wife. And I not addressing it. Yeah, like. <laughs> so how do you feel about that? Did I, I don't know if the people who listen to podcasts listen, watch that. It'd be I hard don't. to miss it. I didn't do enough research. I didn't look into it too much. But from what I heard, Kanye was saying, how can you have these rumors out and then you not address it? Like, you just letting, like, more life get... Bringing more life to it? Yeah. What's the past tense for breathe? Bro. I don't know. Breathe. Well, you're just letting more life... more life into it. Yes. Into the situation instead of, like, addressing it and, like, putting it to rest... I mean, I can agree with Kanye on that because y'all do got these platforms. You can't be sitting here talking about somebody's wife. Right. Yeah. Y'all do got these platforms. This is somebody's wife. 
like these are rumors you need to like address them or it's gonna get it's gonna go where it is now basically so basically what Kanye was saying Kanye was saying that you know with the song Kiki do you love me or whatever you know everybody knows that Nick Kim Kardashian's nickname is Kiki if you watch the Kardashians and um, it was another album a song on his how album how many Kikis is about, it I don't know. It was another a song on his album. He was talking about all he got to do is bust a right, go down at the light, you know, this, and then he'll be... He doesn't live far from Kanye and Kim. So, basically, I feel like what he was alluding to was the fact that there could have been an, uh, uh, an affair while Kanye wasn't there. Okay, but Drake, why... Why did he do that? Because you remember whole, the whole beef with Pusha T and he felt like Kanye had sold him oh, out. Oh, that's true. Yes, he felt like Kanye had sold him out and so and told him about told him about the little the little oh my god. But that's a bitchy. Doggy, told him about the little kid that Drake has or whatever, but he said according to Kanye he never said nothing about that. But also I feel like if you my friend, you my neighbor, you should not be talking about nobody about. You that's bitchy. That's gossipy. Part, on who's on who's in? Drake's. But if but 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 Pusha T came at him after not coming at him. For, they had a whole thing for a whole long little time. But Pusha T's the one who came at him real 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 last. I mean I guess, but Drake is really mouthy. He so, is very mouthy. That don't mean. Let me tell you something. If I have an argument with you and your friend come and do. Wait. Okay, I'm so that's basically. That's basically like okay, so. You have an argument, an argument with me, mm-hmm. and then but because someone that I'm associated with that is, knows me as well, mm-hmm. somebody you associate. I don't with. know if he has anything to do with it completely, but you Nuh-uh. just associated with uh-uh. him. You under his label, so I'm just gonna come at both of y'all. Let like, me break it down. Okay, I'm me and you. We got a feud, right? Okay. Say your friend Kara, me and her, we <laughs> know each other well. <laughs> I just made Kara. Kara. <laughs> Kara. Me and Kara. We know each other too. So Kara's feeding you information about me. Oh wait. Is that, is that what that Kanye backwards? was doing? About to push a T or was push a T? Kanye was Kara. You push a T. Mm-hmm. So Kanye Kara is feeding information to you about me. So you going and making records about me. So do I need to only be mad at you? No, I need to be mad at the person that knows me and you. Who's telling me information? Wait, say that again. Ah, whatever. <laughs> because I was just thinking, like, if I was Kanye, I'm not opposed to no sit-downs. Like, listen, we, we got to go ahead and talk face-to-face. Kanye but... won't do nothing with nobody. All that Chicago seeped out of him. <laughs> he don't got no more Chicago in him. Okay? Listen, we need to have a sit-down. I need to see what you're talking about. You need to hear what I'm talking about. And then if we just get get it get the popping security right here both of our parts we just gonna be fighting in this bitch Kanye always talking about resolving stuff Kanye always putting himself in business that he don't need to be in like he trying to put himself in the Nicki Minaj Cardi stuff trying to resolve he He said we could just resolve this this and this this and this no no you always trying to resolve stuff how about you resolve your uh, another thing he's talking about I'm out of the sunken place how out of the sunken place. I am. Because you can't use that if you don't know what it means. I'm out of the sunken place. Since I'm out of the sunken place That was now, never really a place, though. Kanye, you shouldn't entertain people in the fucking public that much. You shouldn't make them feel like you were actually in the sunken place, first of all. How do you about relationship with Kim Kardashian? I think they were friends for a long time before. So it's... I mean, not only is it possible, I guess it's the reality from what they're painting that they actually fell for each other over time because they've been with each other over a course of like different relationships. Is like she was with Reg- Reggie, he was know. with Amber Rose, and they still remained friends. So, I mean, maybe it's real. I think it's real. I think so too. I would have to say I think it's real. And then I, I feel like when a Kanye does stupid shit, I think that people need to stop blaming the woman for your husband doing stupid shit. What the, hell husband, Kim, what, what the hell does Kim got to do with it? They'd be like, oh, if he had a black wife, it would be different. Possibly, yes. Nah, if he had a black wife, they'll be... Sure. She might leave his ass for all this dumb shit he, was, he has been saying or he has said. But I don't know. But I know <laughs> that if my, if my husband... With that Donald Trump shit. If my husband was saying some stupid stuff, listen... Me as a black woman, I wouldn't stand for it. I'd be like, you need to shut your ass up. <laughs> then that's serious. You need to shut up. 
okay? But I feel like she came at him at the same thing because he said that he was like, you know, you can leave me if you want to in his song. Alright, but yeah. But anyway, so as we were saying with this whole act, Nick Cannon went on this show with DJ Academics and he was saying that he feels like there's a possibility that Drake could have slept with Kim Kardashian. And What the hell he got to do with anything? He used to date her. That's true. Okay. He used to date her. And he was like, well, if you look at it, you know, Drake does live down the street from them. Kanye be out of town or whatever. You know, you never know. And because the guy was saying the guy. You want to know what, Kim? The guy that stopped the beef, he said that it would have been really, it would have been a real big deal if it kept going because he had some information on Kanye that would have changed it from just a rap beef to something serious. So, if Drake, remember Drake never came back at Pusha T after that, after the, after the last time. He didn't come back at him. And it was Jay, was his name? Jay Prince. Sure. Yes. I think it was <laughs> Jay Prince that came and talked to, talked to Drake and was like, listen, don't put that out. Because if you put that out, it's going to be worse. Somebody might get killed. It is going to be a little bit worse than just a rap beef. Yeah. So everybody start thinking, okay, well, it must be, it got to be deeper. It got to be, maybe he, maybe he slept with Kim because they are neighbors. And if you start listening to his album, he be saying some stuff. He be putting stuff in there that make people, that would He be doing that Nicki Minaj shit. That, yes. that picking. Yes. He be picking. Sub- subliminals. Mm-hmm. You know, for people to just be like, oh, well, maybe that's about Kim Kardashian. You know, and mm-hmm. he don't ever come out and say, "Well, it wasn't about her." And that's Kanye's issue. That's Kanye's problem. Like, don't speak on my way. Mm-hmm. And if you, if some some people are uh, like, if that's what they're assuming about it, you need to come out and you need to make it clear. Like, no, I'm not talking about her. That's Kanye's issue. So yeah. I can relate to him on that. On that. And piece. then he also talked to he addressed it to Nick Cannon, Drake, and Tyson Beckford. He said Tyson Beckford. <laughs> what do Tyson got to do with it? Let me tell you, nothing. It's totally different. <laughs> it's this picture of Kim Kardashian. She had on this outfit, and it kind of made. It wasn't a flattering. The pic. It wasn't flattering. The picture that they got of her, but her ass looked huge, and her thighs looked small as hell. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so the shit just did not look natural. <laughs> oh, well, I remember Tyson, and she was and like, was "Well, like, we know you. That's not what you like." Uh, but she was. Trying to, yeah, she was trying to throw some homo, homo. Yeah, I remember that. Is Tyson not straight? I don't know. You never know, but he's. You never know because we are not in that tax bracket, so they gossip. We don't know. He's so fine. Tyson Beckford. Mm-hmm. I believe he is fine. That name sounds fine. You don't know who Tyson I Beckford is. Okay, I'm about to know in just a second. Google him because I am offended mm-hmm. that you don't know who Tyson Beckford is. He's a freaking supermodel. Okay, I think I know who you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> Yes, him. He is very fine, and he has like a whole lot of six packs. <laughs> but anyway, so we all know that's not what you like, Tyson. You need to holler at me then. Shit, what the fuck? Era is cute, Tyson, and yeah. he's a young, he's a young blood. You know what I'm saying? The tenderoni. Your lips is real cute, boo. He's he's hot. He's mm, hot. It's nice chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, what what me and Eric was talking, we were talking about. We will just leave that where it is with that. With the whole thing, <laughs> and Tyson, thing, Tyson, Nick Cannon, Drake, they figured that out. We we don't have that type of money. We don't need to be right. We don't we're not, we're not in business. that tax bracket. <laughs> That's what we gonna do. <laughs> so on the other hand, me and Eric, we were talking about relationships. Yes. Love life. Yes. Things of that nature. And then Era, he did this little, he looked up online about attachment styles. And um, Era, you want to talk about that a little bit? Um, talk about that a little bit. Elaborate these people, engage these people, educate these people. Okay, so I've been, going through, <laughs> I've been going through my own little personal issues. So <clears throat> just trying to like establish some things in myself. Just like what are these two different or four different attachment styles just so you know, when you do attach some yourself to someone, like, and they make you feel like, oh, you're doing too much. It's, you guys, you got to have to, like, do the research so that you know. But, so it's four attachment types. What are they again? Okay, so the four attachment types that we're dealing with when it comes to relationships. The first one is the secure attachment type, which means that you're honest in a relationship. You're honest, you're open, you have equal 
equal relationship like y'all are equal it's like nobody's more important than the other y'all are equal you got stability and resilience when it comes to like arguments and, and disagreements you have resilience when it comes let to that let me just say mm-hmm. with that one mm-hmm. in this generation mm-hmm. where the fuck is it i feel like <laughs> i feel like i have that from time okay. to time so people personally can probably like they they are gonna be like okay yeah that's me and they that that mm. is true but in this generation it's, it's so not. much going on that they just feel like oh you know what well he doing this probably like you know I'll be watching I'll be looking so maybe not <laughs> um, that's the first one secure where you're honest open and you have an equal relationship with stability and resilience number two is when you're anxious preoccupied mm-hmm. which means that you romanticize the idea of love you are demanding you're obsessive and you're clingy like you're very tense in a relationship like you you're easy to like come up with um you what is it accusations accusations yes because they're not giving you what what you really need or what you want because they have different attachment types yes and then number three is the divi- div- divisive, dismissive, dismissive. I mm-hmm. guess working on me more than I thought. So. <laughs> I guess I am a little bit tipsy. <laughs> so it's dismissive and avoidant, which means that you push away people, you shut down emotionally, and you can be a little bit nonchalant. You can shut down like this, like the drop of a hat. He snapped his which fingers. Which is I don't know not healthy. No. I and think it's, I know someone like that. And it's not conducive to you finding anybody in life. And another thing they said that if, if you if you said that you wanted to leave somebody who was dismissive, dismissive or or avoiding, they, they would, would let like, you. Okay, they would just be like, okay, and it would eat them up inside. But they would they would, they would deal never with tell it. You. Yes, they would just deal with it. Like, well, how do you deal with someone like that? That's that's a good question because I have one of those. <laughs> Number four, we I have, had one of those. Oh. <laughs> So we have fearful and avoidant. Ain't no damn all. It's, it's not no all. So we have fearful and avoidant. It's a fearing to be too close to somebody, but also fearing to be too distant from someone. And also, um, you know, basically they hurt. They would hurt someone that they're too close to. And um, basically they don't be having a lot of attachment to people. Period. So, I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys which ones I thought I was. And I'll tell you. After he goes, I'll tell you who I am. So, I thought... It's kind of weird because I feel like they all kind of ran into each other. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, two, which was anxious and preoccupied. And then four, which is fearful and avoided. And I say two, anxious and preoccupied because I love to look for someone. And I love when they're not in my face to think of them as they as their potential like i will think of them as what i think they could be instead of what they really are and i will romanticize the idea of them and then i will fall for that idea but at the same time it's kind of like do i like you yes i like the idea that i've set in place for myself but over time i don't want I do want to get close to someone, but I fear that if we got too close, like, would I start to feel smothered? Because I do like attention. I am a Leo. I like a lot of change. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, would I start to feel like I was a little smothered? Mm. And you want to know what? Like, growing up, I was actually afraid of that. I did not want to be in a relationship because I did not want to feel smothered. Wow. Wait, can I pause you? Mm-hmm. Growing up, at what age did you feel that way? Um. <clears throat> well, we're gonna get into some 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 deep stuff, okay? okay. Because <clears throat> I'm not gonna say which parent, but I have a parent that would like. I don't know. I felt, and this may not be their reality. I felt that they were kind of like chasing to a sense. And I never wanted to be that person. Like, I never wanted to get caught up that much. And so I didn't I didn't want to just have that weighing on me so much. Like, I would just lose my sense of self, I guess. Okay. So what age were you? <laughs> 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 okay. 
but I was watching that from a young age. So probably around the time, I would say maybe like from 12 up until. So even at 12, it was just like, okay, I don't know what this is, but I don't want that. Yes. <laughs> okay. And there's still, to this day, like a, anybody from like Alabama, I don't want to date them. Dang, you have deep emotions like Duh. that. I don't want to date anybody so, from Alabama. Attention, anybody from Alabama ever don't want your ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll let you continue. I'm sorry, I, sh- I cut you off. No, I think I was pretty much done. Like, So you feel like you had that, which one was that, number two, anxious and preoccupied? But at the same time, mm-hmm. the first one, secure, I am... I am the very talkative type. Like, let's talk about it. Let's see how we both feel. Let's see if we can move forward. Or if so this you is tell just everybody like, your business. You tell somebody your whole mm-hmm. entire business. And I think it. that fucks me over in the uh-huh. end. Because mm-hmm. I'm too transparent. Hmm. Instead of just, like, letting them... You preach into the choir. Instead of, like, letting them gauge their own perception, perceptions and then just seeing if they want to deal with me based off of their own perceptions continuously. Right. Then... I will try to console them and let them know, oh, no, baby, that's not the issue. The issue is I should let them I should let them think whatever. Mm. And if they still want to deal with me, then that's okay. That's great. I feel like when you're in a relationship, you got to play it. When you're in an early type of thing and y'all not steady, mm-hmm. you got to play games. I hate that. Thank God I'm married. I hate that. Yeah, that's not fun. That shit is not fun at all. You have to play games. You have to. Because if you don't... You look thirsty. You look like you like them too much. All of the above. And that shit is just not. You look clean. You look clingy. You look all of the above like that. That's just not cool. You don't want to look that way. But you you want to be able to be like, oh, I don't want to play no games with somebody. But at the end of the day, you have to. We're not in that generation. You got to play we games. Not in, and you want to know what? What? I have my. You want to know something? <laughs> you want to know something? <laughs> I have I had my situation that you know about because I've talked your head off about it. You've talked to me about it a few times. And just recently, it was a comment that he said, you have, it seems like you have a lot of time on your hands. Damn. Right. Yo, you know what that remind me of? What? Yo, it's this song by Big Sean. <laughs> Sorry. It's this song by Big Sean. And it's called Research with Ariana Grande. And he was like, do you got a job? Like, basically, you checking them, you doing all this research. Like, damn, do you got a job? See, and that's the thing. (laughs) He was like, it seems like you have a lot of time with him. And I just felt like that was a slap in the fucking face. Right. Because I do have my own life. I have things that are weighing on me mentally that I have to take care of to be able to live and be comfortable in life. But I make time. Right. And then for you to say, it seems like you have a lot of time on your hands. It's just well, like that I'm time, that, time for you. that time that you've been making for me, bitch. I'm not appreciative of it. Thank you, you, you're but getting no, on thank my you. nerves, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Right, right. That's annoying. That is annoying. So you would classify yourself as anxious and preoccupied and what secure? Yes. But that's at the phase of that of the relationship that you were just in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think I would classify myself as secure which means that i'm honest open i would like an equal relationship but that's based on two different people mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i don't feel like there's an equality mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes you know what i mean so but i do feel like i'm honest i'm open I, stability is just something that i like but i'm very resilient so you can cuss me out and i'm gonna cuss you out and then i'm gonna get back to this love right okay right and that's the secure part. Like, that's you can move part. past issues that... Mm-hmm. But everybody can't move past it. No. And then I also feel like, just depending on the day or how you make me feel, I can be anxious and preoccupied as right. well. I've, you know, it's different, though. Because I feel like for girls, mm-hmm. since we were little girls, we're always taught about marriage. We taught about, oh, that's not cute. Don't sit like that. Or, you know, always talk these little things or small little traditional things Things in your mind of that you're supposed to be. A woman is this. A woman is this. And this is what's going to make a man want to be with you. Yeah. So you always like living your life kind of like, well, 
always thinking about what's going to make you more marketable to a man or likable to a man. More of a commodity. More of a commodity, you know, or something like that. So I just feel like when it comes to number two, where you're anxious and preoccupied, and it's, it literally says you romanticize the idea of love. Like, that's most that's girls. everybody. That's well, everybody, you know but what? most girls, because they don't teach men. Right. A lot of men, that's they don't teach to say, you yeah. to aspire to marriage. Just like Chimamanda Ngozi, if you listen to, uh, what was it? If it's called, we something about feminists. Something about feminism. Chimamanda Ngozi. Chimamanda Ngozi, she has this um, excerpt of. Was she on Beyonce? Yeah, she was on Be- Beyonce. Okay. Where yeah. she was like, they teach they teach yeah. little girls to shrink themselves, mm-hmm. and um, basically they teach us to aspire to marriage, but they don't teach boys the same. Mm-hmm. You know, and they teach women to compete, mm-hmm. but not for jobs, but for, for the, the affection attention. and yeah. the attention mm-hmm. of men. So I feel like I am a mixture. Of number two and number one. So, I feel like maybe we're the same. Oh, my God. You know what? But as a gay male, like, Uh men. Yeah. I'm a man. Yeah, you are. I don't know. You don't know. Like, men? Yeah. Like you said, they, they... Men are supposed to be chased. I guess they feel like they're supposed to. Like I'm, I'm the prize a little bit. Men, yeah. Like I'm I'm the prize. uh, (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Like I'm the prize. You need to do what you need to do to get me, and once you get me, you you know you need to keep me satisfied. Keep me. Give me then keep me. Okay. Okay. Sorry. But who the fuck are you? It's the real question. (laughs) Who the fuck are you? It's the real question. Who the fuck do you think you are? Oh, there you go. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> Who? Huh? This shit is even perfect. Who do you think you are? Okay. I don't like that. Tell me I was getting personal, y'all. So yeah, I kind of gotta back up a little bit. If because... you want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that does bother me though. I swear, I will say that I do not miss the moment in my life where I was dating. I will tell you in my previous relationship what my attachment <laughs> style was. In my previous relationship, I felt like I was anxious and preoccupied. Also, I was a little bit before that I was fearful and avoidant because I'm still a little bit like that. Um, I don't, I, I get a little bit afraid to get too close. Well, not really now that I'm married, but I am very afraid of being too distant. So that's something that happens with me. Oh, that's good to feel what? that way though. To have someone where you don't want to feel like I'm too distant from them. Yeah, because that that but like that I have saves to remain in, inside these parameters of my relationship. That's good. And that saves me a lot of times because my husband is the dismissive, avoiding type. Yeah, he will dismiss you real quick. <laughs> yes, and like then, he can just like if y'all in the middle of a heated relationship, and I said this to a certain someone before mm-hmm. while the pan is hot mm-hmm. you throw the pan down mm-hmm. and it's just like you just leave it there mm-hmm. but we're not done you we need ain't to, done you need we to need pick to that cook pan a little more. right <laughs> like hello mm-hmm. yeah he's like that yeah he would do that that is serious and then he can just be like okay like okay okay like if I told him if I was like you know what if you you just be acting this this and that way whatever I'm not comfortable with this you know like if I told him, like, uh, if I told him, which I won't because I'm married, if I was like, you know, I don't have to be here, he'd be like, okay. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's, that's my whole thing about people and human as a fucking race. People are so... <laughs> the whole entire human yes. race. People are so fickle. You never know who you are dealing with. Everybody is different. It's... They have so much substance, but they are so bare at the same time. Like, you are so stuck in your ways that you cannot step outside of your own mentality or comfort zone to try and make something work. Like, you are fickle as fuck. Yeah. 
Y'all should see how I'm looking at Aaron right now. <laughs> because I don't think y'all know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting so personal. Am I? I'm this, a- this message is for you. It is for you, Scooter. <laughs> Scooter? Yeah, that's a childhood name. For oh. him. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's so for it's you, personalized. Scooter. Scooty bike. Okay. Scoot your ass up. Oh, let me stop. Yeah, scoot your ass over. No, no, no. But. No, no, no. Uh, scoot your ass over. Okay. Scoot your ass over, but you, I mean. Unless okay. you're going to get your ass together, Unless scoot your ass over. Because I particularly like you, but scoot your ass over. Scoot All your right. ass on over. Thank you. So, that's, I would classify my last relationship was like anxious and preoccupied. I had, my, my, my last relationship that the most damage to me than any other relationship combined that I've ever been in because I had somebody who was a liar (laughs) and had somebody who didn't ever want to do anything with me made me feel like he could care less Mm -hmm. you know and I had somebody who was giving attention he didn't give enough attention to me but he had enough attention to give to his exes and he had mm. enough attention to give to his girl best friends. And mm. I, at that time, I was so secure in myself. Now, I didn't care if you were talking to your exes. I didn't care if you were talking to your best friends who happened to be women. I didn't care because I was so secure in myself that I felt like there was nothing that you, like, didn't matter to me. Yeah. You know? And, and also because I felt like he was ugly. Yeah. <laughs> so I felt like you wanted to go cheat with me because you couldn't do better. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that every day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this is what that taught me. I don't care how fucking ugly they are. They'll cheat on your ass if they want they to. They will. Okay. And they so. might connect with somebody that is like the fucking swamps. But guess what? You connected with the swamps, bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Go on and wallow in the mud oh. with your dirty ass. Ooh. Dirt. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, so I that's how I felt. Like I felt like I went from being so secure to being anxious and preoccupied, always like, oh, this is what I would like this relationship to be. So I was romanticizing the the relationship, the idea of love. And I became like obsessive, like, who is he talking to? What is he doing? Mm-hmm. All this. And I became like demanding and a little bit clingy, like, you don't ever take me mm-hmm. out. We don't ever do anything together. Like, you know, whatever. Until I was like, I'm not, this is not who I am. I'm tired right. of this shit. I came into the relationship secure, secure, and it's done so much damage to me. Like, I just didn't want to be a part of it. No. Ooh, me and my friend was just having a conversation the other day. It's like. It's no more. It's in no there. more. In there. It's no more wine. It's no more sangria. <laughs> okay, it's fine. But it's like, um, you, you, you are yourself when you meet this person. And then you get into this situation and you just get thrown all different types of ways whether you okay in most cases you start to like be swayed to forget I was this when you met me mm-hmm. and so then when you leave I'm gonna have to continue to go back to that because I've paused in a period of time now wow. and now I have to go back to where I when I met you and wow. continue from there wow. so I feel like people should go into it like, I was this when you met me, and they should remain conscious that I'm going to have to still be that should you leave, so I might as well be myself throughout. The, the entire period. Because mm-hmm. imagine if something does work out with this person. You're going to go 20 years not being mm-hmm. yourself, or say you go 15 years. Or 20 years, years paused or, yeah, to, 20 to 20 accommodate. Years, yes, or say you go 15 years, and then you're like, I'm tired of this shit while you're in the middle of the relationship. And then you begin to become yourself again, slowly. Mm-hmm. And that person starts and to realize, don't like I don't it. like you mm-hmm. like this. And then you thinking to yourself, well, I'm only being who I am. Mm-hmm. But to them, for 15 years, you have not been oh my God. who you were. Accepting that is hard, mm-hmm. Yoga. Mm-hmm. For me, at least. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell anybody who knows, like, if you with somebody who doesn't make you feel comfortable being yourself, Run. That's not the one. That's not it. If you can't be yourself, that's not the one you're supposed to be with. That's just how I feel, personally. But do you think that... Mm, maybe that's an excuse. Which is what? What's your excuse? That people can, like, accommodate. How so? What do you mean? Who's mm, going to accommodate? But it, both. 
both. So basically, I know you're not being yourself, but I'm going to try and give you some leeway no, to be yourself. No, like but... you be yourself, I be myself. If our connection is real or whatever, like we can just make do with but, but why do you want to freaking make do with somebody? Isn't that what everybody does in I life? I guess. I guess. I guess. Perhaps. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody does, I feel. I don't it's know. It's work. Can I tell you? And in no way is my relationship anywhere near close to perfect. I would say with my husband, in the beginning... I didn't want to be in a relationship with him because I had just got out of this relationship. I had just gotten out of this relationship where I was like, okay, I'm not secure no more. I don't trust people. I feel like anybody could do anything. (laughs) And I had just gotten out of that relationship. Even when I was in that relationship, I would see him all the time. He'd be trying to get my number. I'm like, no. (laughs) I'm in a relationship. Now that this relationship is over, I gave him my number, but I was not planning on talking to him at any point. And then so... Just by happenstance, I ended up getting into a situation where I was talking to my husband more often. But I'm like, well, dang, I like him. Mm -hmm. And because he wasn't what I wanted initially, I felt okay. 150% with just being who I was. Being stupid, being silly, being just being who the hell I was. That's what matters. And I was exactly who I was. And I was like, well, dang, this, this feels so different. Mm-hmm. I've never been my, I've never been myself like this before. <laughs> like I've, and I don't know what you do to me, <laughs> baby, baby, baby. <laughs> oh, Shanti. <laughs> I don't remember feeling like this. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> but yeah, that's what. <laughs> but anyway, so I just got to the point where I was like, well, dang, this is. This, like, anybody that I've ever dated before, I was like, well, damn, that was just a waste of time because I've accumulated hurt. (laughs) I've accumulated mistrust. I've accumulated all of these bad things from this relationship that I did not need to accumulate. And now, like, going into this relationship with somebody that I actually love, that I actually trust, that I actually like, what am I going to have to do to basically not treat them like they were the person that I was with before. Mm-hmm. But don't know where I was going with that. Just for the record, you should never mm-hmm. project your past traumas on, the on your current. current. Is that possible? Yes, if you make a conscious effort. A conscious effort. Because I have a lot of fucking trust issues. Mm-hmm. But if I'm telling you about them, it's like, hey... I have trust hey. issues. <laughs> this is what I'm feeling. Is this true? Mm-hmm. Or is it not? Am I tripping? See, this, this is what I've always never done in the beginning of my relationship. I don't tell you shit about what I went through in my why past. Why is that? Oh, my God. That is so... I don't tell you shit. You know why? Mind-boggling Let me tell me. you why I don't tell you nothing about what I went through in my past. Because I don't want you... If I told you the previous relationship, yeah, he cheated on me, and it was right under my nose... Mm-hmm. And he was cheating with his, he was messing with his best friend and his ex, and I was just cool because oh. I didn't know what Mm-mm. was going on. Nope. I'm not telling you that shit so you can feel like you can do the same thing to me that they did. So I'm not telling you shit. I'm just like, oh, you know, we were just two different people. It just didn't work out. <laughs> That's exactly what the no, fuck uh-uh. I told you. I'm gonna tell your ass. Listen, I, I see everything. I peep everything. I don't miss a goddamn thing. Okay. Period. So. Point blank. But I did. <laughs> personally I was young I was really young and another thing I was young in that relationship but he made me feel old but what the hell am I talking about (laughs) I gotta use the bathroom okay you gotta use the bathroom I don't know if that's allowed (laughs) but anyway I just felt like in that relationship there was so much that it was weird to be in a relationship with somebody who was dismissive and distant and also just like, they didn't want to hang out with me, didn't want to do things with me, didn't want to take me out on dates. Like, every now and then, you know, it was one time that we went on a date 
and a girl came up to us, the waiter, just happened to be somebody that he was messing with on the side. And she was like, she was like, oh, you didn't answer my calls or whatever. I was like, huh? And then she was like, she was like, can I just talk to you? Can I just talk to him as if you were not there? And I was like, no, bitch. I should have let her talk to me. Because the thing is, is that I had, I basically had just like, I had, I felt like this fellow that I was in a relationship with, I felt like he wasn't, in the beginning, I felt like he wasn't cute enough, he wasn't smart enough, he wasn't accomplished enough, but I liked him as he was. Uh, I, uh, maybe that's bad to say, but I liked him the way that he was, and I was okay with who he was, but at the end of the day, it just left me feeling like, no, I'm not talking about you. I'm waiting for your ass to get out the bathroom. So it just left me feeling like, well, dang, like, like who's going to want to be in a relationship with me? If this guy who tried to get me for so long, he if he come and he cheat on me like this, then who the hell going to do right? And that's what I mean when I say people are motherfucking fickle. That, did you hear what I said? No, what? I'm going to tell you, one time I went on this date with this, with this guy who I was in a relationship before my husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it wasn't even no real date. It was just... We was in a relationship, so we. I was hungry. He was hungry. Went to a three dollar cafe. Oh, cool. I love them. They aight. Oh. So I went to a three dollar cafe. <laughs> so the waitress was somebody that he had talked to. Okay. And I don't think this hit me until after the the, the day was over, but she was like, "You see my eyebrow?" <laughs> yes, I see your eyebrows. <laughs> and so basically. She was like, um, can I talk to him as if you were not here? Can you talk? Talk to him as if I was How not at the table. How does she say it? How does she say that it? That same way that I said can it to you. Can I talk to him as if Can I talk here? to him as if you were not here? And you want No. And I cannot. was like, bitch, no. You can talk to us. Uh, can we get another waiter? Like, what the hell? Like, and I regret that because I should have let her. And she was, she was not cute at all. She was not cute. That be and the I, shit. And I'm not saying that I'm the prettiest girl in the world. I'm not. I, I know that. That be the I shit. I know that when I do my makeup and I get cute, I be cute. Like, I'm bitch. just saying. But I'm just saying she was not Can cute I at talk all. to him as, as if, he if were you not were here. not here? Why didn't I let her just talk to me? That could have probably saved me a lot of time and a lot of heartache. No, but. You can talk to me as if he was not here woman to woman. Oh, I probably should have said that, right? <laughs> woman to woman. <laughs> you know there was a song that responded to woman to woman? No. Mm-hmm. You should look it up. <laughs> she was like, she was like, well, I don't have the money that you have. And I'm not this and this and that. But I do make him feel like a man. <laughs> Just kidding. For real. So does everyone else, girl. I mean, so but basically, what's what? What are you? What what? What were you in your previous relationship? What were your attachment styles in your previous relationship? My okay, and see that's why I um, associated more with the what is it? Which one? The second you one. You got dismissive. Anxious. You no, got the anxious, anxious and preoccupied. <clears throat> Dismissive, avoidant, fearful, avoidant, or secure. So the anxious, preoccupied one, which is why I associate more with that because I always felt like I was there and willing for the relationship, but everybody else just had so so many other things going on. Explain. I'm confused. I was always so willing to just be like okay because i don't i'm not good at dating around i just do like one person one person and like that's good but i guess people feel like they have to keep their options open to know what they want are you a serial monogamous Ooh, explain that to me like j-lo <laughs> she always like monogamous she always like, she don't really be dating around like that. I just use her as an example because that's the easiest way to explain it. She don't really date around like that. But every time you look up, J-Lo is in another serious yeah, relationship. Yeah, I've noticed that. She mm-hmm. kicks some other guy to the curb. She's yeah. always in a serious relationship. 
long time serious and relationship. And she's a Leo. Are you? I'm a Leo. Is that your type of thing? Like, are you a serial monogamous? Potentially. Potentially. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm tell you what. I'll tell you something that always happened to me, and I'm just gonna be blatantly ass honest. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been in a relationship with somebody that I really didn't want to be in a relationship really? with. Really? <laughs> really? Somebody that in the beginning, I was like, I don't like your ass. <laughs> I don't want to be in one of those kind of relationships, but that'll probably be but best for me. But you know what ends me. up happening? Let me tell you what ended up happening to me in every single one of those relationships. I started to feel like, well, damn, am I, am I cuter that- than them? <laughs> Am I really cute? I could never feel like that in life. <laughs> yes, the fuck I can. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yes, you can. Or, like, damn, he's treating me like a basic-ass bitch right now. Like, am I basic? Shit. <laughs> no. Let me tell you something. You're not going to treat me like no got, no nothing. Yes, and then, because let me tell you something. If you are cuter than the person that you date, guess who? People who are as cute as you or even cuter than you, they start wanting him. Mm-hmm. They start wanting him, and then you start feeling like, well, damn, like, is he cuter than I thought he was? Does he got more swag than I thought you, he did? But you could be making him look better. You do. That's mm-hmm. the point. You make him You're look better. Because him look if better. you were not with him, they don't want his they ass. They wouldn't be looking at him. They don't want his ass. No, they would so not that, even notice him. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, date who you want to. <laughs> but just remember, like, it's I awesome. just want someone to come and just have the same intentions that I have for you, for me. Okay? <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, do you feel like this, this, well, I'm going to ask you the question that. So yeah, about said, the past. So you feel like you were preoccupied and anxious yes. in the previous relationship. That Why was weren't you that way? In our late teens. Which means early pre- anxious and preoccupied, you romanticized the idea of love. You were demanding, obsessive, and clingy. Why did you feel like you were that in your previous relationship? Okay, so um gay people, I'm well, gay guys, I'm sure you guys are gonna know. There's mm-hmm. an app, there's actually a couple apps, Jacked and Grinder. So, oh no, actually, at this time, I think it was BGC Live. BGC Live. I so, have no idea. I only know about Grindr. Well, go ahead. So, we met on there. I was like two hours away from him. I was planning to go to Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. Then, when I get to Tallahassee, I'm like, we build up this whole little image of what we're going to be. And then I get to Tallahassee, and the reality is something completely different. So, I'm just like, you know, hey, what's going on? Da-da-da-da. How old were you? I was 19. 19, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and then I started going out, like, trying to enjoy myself. And then the scene is so small, so I start catching word, like, about what someone could potentially be talking to him also. Mm-hmm. So then I would ask him about that. And it's just like, I think I, I have a, a, a type that I, that I shouldn't be attracted to. So maybe... You like bad boys. Well, not necessarily bad boys. It's just but are they necessarily unavailable. Good boys? They're unavailable. <laughs> okay. They're unavailable. What that mean? You would date somebody's man? Hell no. Okay. Emotionally so unavailable. Emotionally unavailable. Okay. Yeah, like they have so much going on. They're so preoccupied with more so something else. To like, I'm interested in you, but you're not my first priority. Hmm. And that doesn't sit well with me. Mm. Because I can be interested in you and have a life that I'm pursuing, but I'm making time for you. Mm-hmm. And it bothers me that you're not doing the same. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel like you seek out those relationships? Why are you attracted to those things? I don't know. Uh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> do you think it goes back to the fact that you said that you were fearful? You you were also a mixture of fearful and avoidant where that you are... You have a fear of being too close, being too smothered. Do you feel like you seek those people out because you think in the long term, you're going to kind of get annoyed with their ass and you're going to feel like you're smothered in that relationship. So you fear somebody. So you start to attract someone who has this persona of being a little bit too busy for you. I don't know. Ask me. That's a good theory. Mm -hmm. Potentially, yeah. But in the meantime, does that work for you while it's new? While it's new? No. No, it doesn't. No. You need, we have to work our way to that. We have to get comfortable. And then I 
I am completely okay with you having your own separate life because once we are comfortable with each other, I, I want to have my own separate life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't have to be under each other all the mm-hmm. time. But in the beginning, we need. To, if you want to know the end, look at the beginning. Iyala told me that. You guys, you guys should look at the way the era is looking right now. If you want to know the end, look he at the beginning. He got this evil ass smirk on his face. 